All right, Shabbos, say good morning, good morning. Let us begin, begin by thanking all of our sponsors to thank. Huh, just had it up here. I'm sorry to thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Adar, Stephen Terry Zinn, for dedicating all the Sherman Drushos this month in memory of Terry's father, Dr. Harry Khan, Svi Hirsch, Ben Yosef Hakohen. And to thank Paul and Kathy Pollock, our Talmud Torah sponsors for Adar, for dedicating all Sherman and Drushos this month in memory of Paul's grandfather, Zechariah Ben Zechariah, and grandmother, Dina Bas Dov. To thank our Week of Learning sponsors, Anonymous sponsorship, Le'ilu Nishmas, Moshe Aaron Alter, Ben Yosef Binyamin on the occasion of his first yard site, and Le'ilu Nishmas, Sarah Dina Bas Elimelech, Zichron Lebracha. We also thank our Dathiomi sponsors for today, Dr. and Mrs. Garnaus, for dedicating the shir in the Schutz of Shalema for Nason Ben Sarah. We hope that he will have a Rafua together with Kol Chole Yisrael. All of the Neshama Shav and Aliyah, all the families in Nechama. And we'll say with that, let us begin. So today's daf is Lamed Ches 38. We are picking up Emirates Hashem. Hopefully did a little bit of homework. Thank Rabbi Richter for giving this share yesterday. We are picking up three lines down from the top on 38A. I'm Rabbi Abo, I'm Rabbi Lazar. So we'll say a really fascinating daf today. Fascinating daf with many different, um, well, well, let's see. I'm Rabbi Lazar. I'm Rabbi Lazar. I'm Rabbi Abo, I'm Rabbi Lazar. Korovio Shabbat Torah. So also remember again, so we've been, we've been focusing for the last two days on the concept ultimately of Heter Mitzarev Leiser. We were first introduced to this where? With Rabbi Akiva in the Mishnah. Because what did Rabbi Akiva say? If you Nazir takes a piece of bread, he goes ahead and he soaks it into wine. He soaks it in wine. And now he eats a kizayis of that bread. What's the halacha? He's in violation of his Naziris. I, but one second, one second. That's not a Kizayis of Isser. In other words, some amount of that Kizayis, perhaps even the lion's share of that Kizayis is what? Is bread, which is totally mutter. So what do you see from here? Rabbi Kiva introduced us to the concept of Heter Mitzarev Leisser, right? That a permitted substance could combine with a prohibited substance in order to find, in order to form the prohibited shear. If you remember again, I will say, so we had a machlokas about where does Heter Mitzarev Leisser apply to? So first of all, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan was of the opinion where did we learn this concept from by Nazir? One word. Mishras. Excellent. Mishras. So Rabbi says, so now comes along Rabbi Lazar. So comes along Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar says, in general, in general, Korovio Shavatora, when, so remember, Revius is the general shear for liquid measurements, right? So whenever you have a shear for a liquid, it's a Revius. All the Revius in the Torah, Heter is not Mitzarev Leiser, Chutz me Revius Sheben Nazir. Mostly with, the, with the exception of a Revius by a Nazir. So in general, again, what Rabbi Lazar is saying is the concept of Hetem and Sarif Isser, when it comes to a liquid measure of a Revius, does not apply anywhere except by Nazir. Why? Shahari Amra Torah Mishras. Because the Torah says Mishras. So, so, it sounds, so again, what is Rabbi Lazar saying? So it sounds like he's saying the same thing as Rabbi Yochanan. Right? Rabbi Yochanan said, Heter mitzarev le'iser, where is that learned out from? Mishras. Now Rabbi Lazar's formulation is interesting. Because Rabbi Lazar, how does he frame this halacha? He frames it by utilizing a liquid measure. Remember again, Rabbi Yochanan himself just said, Kalisur in this was on the bottom of Lamed Hamad base, 35b. Rabbi Yochanan said, all Isur in the Torah, Heter is not mitzarev le'iser, except for Nazir. Rabbi, so that was Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Lazar says, any revius in the Torah, Heter is not mitzarev le'iser, except by Nazir. So the Gemara says, okay, 
say, what exactly is, where lies the distinction between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Lazar? To which the Gemara says, here it is very interesting, Rabbi Yochanan, Marbi Afilu Ochlin, for Rabbi Lazar, Mashkin in Midi Achrin Alo. So say, this is absolutely fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. The Gemara says that here's the fundamental distinction. Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi hold that Heter Mitzvah Isra by Nazir, both by solid and liquid measures. Both by solid and liquid measures. Conversely, Rabbi Lazar holds it only applies by revius, by liquids, does not apply by solids. So, say, so, quite, so you hear this distinction? So first of all, let's go with what they agree on. They agree on that the concept of Heter Mitzvah Isra only applies by what? By Nazir. By Nazir. Right? It does not apply by other Isurim. So wherein lies their Machlokas? Rabbi Lazar holds it Heter Mitzvah only applies by a liquid measure of the Revius, Rabbi Yochanan holds it applies by both liquids and solids. So it applies both by the liquid measure of a Revius of wine, as well as by a solid measure of a Kizayas. Incredible. Incredible. So I'll say, so that's Machlokas. Now, by the way, that, that's piece of Halacha outstanding one that we'll have to do with. I don't know that we'll get to it today. Hopefully we're going to get to the Mishnah today. But we'll see if we get to the Halacha Lamaisa. If not, we'll do the Halacha Lamaisa tomorrow. But again, about where and when this concept of Hedda Mitzdarif Le'isr applies to. Fine. So we'll say, so now another Machlokas when it comes to Hedda Mitzdarif Le'isr. Weiter. I'm Rebbe Lazar. I will say, this is great. Esser V. Yosein. I will say, there are 10, there are 10 revious measures in Halacha. Ten revius halacha, right? So what says is incredible. So ultimately, again, Rav Kahana said, so there are ten revius measures. Five of them are red liquids. Five of them are white liquids. So five of each. So we'll say, let's go through this. This is great. Chamish sumkasa. What are the five red liquids? Right? What are the five reds? So the Gemara says, Nazir, now this is just the way to remember it. Nazir, Ose Pesach, Shahoru, Bamikdash, Umesu. Those are the five cases. Now, Bose, let's go through each of them. Number one, Nazir. Revius Yayin the Nazir. So Bose, Halacha number one. So remember again, we're now giving 10 examples of where there is a shear of Revius in Halacha. Five of them are with red liquids, five of them are with white liquids. We're going to see white doesn't have to mean white. White just means not red. Not red. So I'll say, so again, number one, number one, nausea. Right? Revius and nausea. Nausea is only chayev if what? If he goes ahead and he drinks a revius of wine. Number two, ose pesach. We'll say, what's ose pesach? This is great. I'm Rabbi Yehuda, I'm We'll say pesach. So we'll say that's number two. Again, Dalit Kosos on Pesach have to have a shear of Revius. You have to drink a Revius. I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say you have to drink a Revius. You have to have a cup which holds Revius. In fact, we you know the Halacha by Arba Kosos is that you have to drink Rove Revius. You have to drink the majority of a Revius of each coast, but the coast itself has to hold at least a Revius. Good. Number three. Shahoru, so I'll say what Shahoru, Shasarivius, if a Dion drink, right, a judge drinks a Revius of wine, Al Yora, he should not adjudicate a case. That's case number three, right? Case number four, and I will say, by the way, you'll ask yourself, but one second, why, why is that in the red case, right? It's only true if he drinks red wine, not if he drinks white wine. So understand, I will say that again, 
the default of wine is always red, right? The dinar is white wine was, was an inferior form of wine in times of the Gemara. So therefore, by definition, when I'm talking about wine, it's talking about red. Good. Number four, Bamikdash. Both say, what does Bamikdash stand for? Shas the person drinks revius of wine and enters into the base of Mikdash, he's chayev mis. So I both say the halacha is, you are not permitted to walk into the base of Mikdash in a state of intax, under the influence. Right? And what's considered to be under the influence for entry into the base of Mikdash, ultimately, again, a revius of wine. So you drank a revius, you entered into the Mikdash, you're chayev. Number five, mesu. I will say, what's the case of Mesu? Tisanya, Minayin, the Revias Dam, Sheyotzim, Bishnei Mesim, Shimitami, Ba'ohel. It's a very interesting case. How do you know? I will say, in general, a Revias of blood from a corpse has the ability to be Matami, Ba'ohel. I just didn't say what that means. What's interesting, we know what's Tumas Ohel, I will say. Tumas Ohel is you're under the same roof as a corpse. Well, it's not, that, then you contract ritual impurity. Corpse Tuma. I will say, it's not just if it's a corpse. The truth is, it could be true with a limb, it could be true with a kezayis minames, and it's also true with a revius of blood. Now, so if you're under the roof with a revius of dam from someone who died, right, even the body's not there, just revius, your tummy tomas mace. The chiddish of Yerabo says, what happens if you have a revius, but it's made up of two corpses? In other words, you have a revius of blood that came from two dead bodies. So how do I know that even though it's a, it's a combined revius, from two dead bodies that I'm going to be chayiv, shene'emar va'al kol nafshos meis lo yavo. Because also the Pasuk says, al kol nafshos meis. Nafshos is plural, right? On any, literally again, you should not come in contact with dead people. So why, why plural? To teach me that even if it's a revias that's made up of two bodies, halach I'm going to become Tommy Thomas meis. So I will say, these are the five cases of what we'll call red revius. Red revius. Number one, Nazir can't drink a revius of wine. Number two, Dalit Kosos require a revius. Number three, you can't bask in Allah once you drank a revius of wine. Number four, you can't enter into the base of Mikdash once you drink a revius of wine. And number five, a rev- combined revius of blood, even from two corpses, makes a person ritually impure through Tumas Ohel. Incredible. Good. Chamesh Givarta. Now, again, those are five Revias cases, all with red liquids. Five now with white liquids, or we'll call it non red liquids. The Chamesh Givarta, number one, here's, here's the way to remember it. Chalos, Nazir, Umitzvorosh, Nifsulu, Bishabbos. Okay. So, so, what are these cases? Number one, Chalos, Chalos, Revias, Shem, and the Chalos. So, say, this is talking about a carbon toda. So remember again, when you bought a carbon toad, the carbon toad was made up of multiple loaves. The is that it requires a revius of oil for the, for the offering. A revius of oil for the offering. Okay. Um, all right, there's some, the truth is there's uh, some interesting rush of us. Well, let's, let's go right there. It's good. Nazir, I'm uh, sorry. Chalas revius, right, shemen l'chala. So we'll say, so Nazir, what does Nazir refer to? Revius shemen l'nazir. Ultimately, I will say, what does that refer to? That refers to a revius of oil for the Nazir offering. Okay, now I will say, oil, it's calling oil white, as I was saying before, because oil is not red. So white over here doesn't mean white, white just means not red. Number three, mitzora, revius mayim mitzora. I will say, remember again, a person who is afflicted with saras. So remember again, part of his, part of his purification process is a sprinkling with mayim chayim, with, with spring water. 
how much water has to be in the vessel, a revius of water. A revius of water, shenifsalu, so I will say what shenifsalu, disnan, ushar kalamashkin tmeyen, poslinus hagavia berevius. So I will say any type of liquid which renders a person tame, only renders a person tame if there is a shear of revius. Okay? What's b'shabis? What's b'shabis? This is about to say very interesting. B'shabis, ushar kalamashkin berevius, Ushar kala shofchem b'rabiyas. We'll say on Shabbos we know. Remember this from our Gemara Shabbos days. In Mitzvah Shabbos we learned that halacha lemaisa, you're only chayiv for transporting an object if you carry a significant amount of it. So we'll say. So therefore, when are you going to be chayiv for otzah? When will you be chayiv for transporting, let's say, a liquid on Shabbos? When, if halacha lemaisa, you're carrying at least the shear of a rabiyas. Now again, that's true. He says whether or not it's a regular liquid or it's wastewater. Fine. So we'll say. So the point over here is those are my five cases of what we'll call white liquids. So remember again, case number one, a revius of oil for for carbon toda. Case number two, a revius of oil for carbon nausea. Case number three, a revius of water for the purification of the mitzora. Case number four. Case number four is any any liquid which will render a person tame only does when the share of revius. Case number five, Hilfo Shabbos, I'm only chayiv if I transport a revius of liquid on Shabbos. So I will say, so now I have it, 10 cases, 10 cases of a shear of revius, five of them by red liquids, five of them by white liquids. To which the Gemara says, one second, one second. Vesulecha, that's it, that's it. There are more cases. Rabbi said, listen to this. Vaha'ika may revius notin liadayim la'achlechad vafilu l'shnayim. Rabbi said, this is actually a fascinating case. Listen to that. Listen to this. Rabbi said, netilas yadayim. Netilas yadayim. For washing one's hands. Now this is going to be true whether it's for netilas yadayim in the morning, nagel vaser, right? Or washing for bread. The halacha is you require at least a revius of liquid. Rabbi said, now I want to show you something absolutely amazing. Not only does revius of liquid work for one person, but it even works for two people. Now I will say, now, how does, now, now watch this. So let, let's start with first the Ikra Allah. So the Ikra Allah is that when you're washing your hands, I will say it's actually very interesting that the Imam Mishakas Brachas, remember back to Mishakas Brachas, brings down that although revius is the minimum amount of water that one could use, Allah the it's interesting that the Imam says that a person should use a lot of water for Natila Sayyadayim, because washing berevach, washing with a lot of water, is a skula for ashirus. It's a skula for wealth. Which, again, it's interesting. You see this motif in halacha. I will say, where else do you see that using a lot of something is a skula for wealth? By havdalah, we have this concept as well. That havdalah, the concept is you're supposed to overflow the cup. You're supposed to overflow the cup, right? When you fill up the coaster havdalah, overflow it over the sides. Why? Because the Gemara says, any home, any home, in which the cup of Havdalah literally again runneth over, ultimately again is a school of Rashiras. So I will say, what's the logic of it? Just on a, on a basic Ashkafic level, the idea is wealth is a gift from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if he's going to give me a gift, he wants to see how I'm going to use it. So when I demonstrate that I already use my material goods for mitzvahs, my material, the present material that I have for mitzvahs, so that shows HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I could be a proper custodian of this wealth. So if I take my wine for Avdallah, which ultimately, again, represents a simen bracha, a simen bracha, right? I, sorry, I take my wine for Avdallah, which, which is a mitzvah, 
and I say, I, I'm not just doing the, the minimum, but rather, again, the cup runneth over with the mitzvahs. So ultimately, again, that's the school of author. Well, so you ask yourself, why do they only do it by Abdullah? Why not do it by Kiddush also? So I say, just remember again, what does Havdalah represent? Havdalah represents the last thing, the last ritual rite you're going to do before you enter into the week of dynamic activity. So again, it's that last mitzvah of Shabbos right before the week of dynamic activity begins. If I overflow that cup and invest a bit more into that mitzvah, that's the tone I'm setting for the week. So suddenly what I'm saying is, this is going to be a week where I'm going to take my material wealth, I'm going to take my material goods, and I'm going to invest it ultimately again into your service. Such a dramatic idea. So they were both say back to this. So the Gemara says, one second, there are other cases of Revius. What about the case, what about the case of Natilas Yadayim to Shachris, or the Tesnaim in general, which requires the Revius. Not only that, they both say, but what? If you have a cup of a Revius, and let's say again, Reuven washes his hands, and there's some water left in there for Shimon, Shimon could fulfill his Natila from that coast as well. Now, I'll say, now what's the logic of that? If you take a quick look at the rush, so the rush is toward, on the left-hand column, towards the bottom, all the way on the left-hand margin. So I will say, I'm looking two, four, five, five lines up from the bottom of the rush. Look at the rush, says, so I'll say, this is such an interesting idea. The lot, I don't stand. If you need a revius of water for Natila, say that. So let's play this out. Ruben fills up a cup with a revius. He washes with it. I will say, obviously, what's not left in the cup? Good, it's not your question, right? There's no revius left. So now what we're saying is that Shimon could come and also wash his hands from the residual ultimately, again, of, of that revius. So how does that work? So the Rush says, because I will say, that residual is called what he calls shiare tara. It's the leftovers of revius and the, the shirayim, the leftovers of the revius ultimately have the ability to purify as well. I will say, such a, such a beautiful, beautiful idea. Sometimes the shiare tara, the leftovers of the tara, have the ability to go ahead and affect affect Taraza. Well, says a beautiful Balshant of Akadosh. We say at the end of Yishtabach, Abochar Bishire Zimra. Bochar Bishire Zimra, right? Concluding Bracha Bishtabach. That Hashem is the one, literally again, who is Bochar Bishire. He, he chooses or he loves the songs of Akad Yisrael. The Balshant of Akadosh says you could vocalize it a little bit differently. Habochar Bishire Zimra. So I will say, what, what does Chesh Baruch Hu love more than anything? Shirayim. Leftovers. Leftovers. What, what does that mean? Chesh Baruch Hu loves Shirayim. So it's such a beautiful idea that in life we have incredibly profound, elevating, cathartic moments. And obviously, again, B'Shas Meis, in that moment, everything is beautiful, everything is wonderful. The holy soul in life is to take Shirayim with you, is to take leftovers. Right? In other words, so now I have, I have this cathartic experience. So what, what do I do with it? If I don't take something with me from it, then ultimately, again, it just simply ebbs away. This is why there's the concept, you've got this often, there's the concept that, you know, Lady Sakabadicha speaks about this, that in a moment of inspiration, a person should at least open up a chumash, read a pasik. He says, even if it's a positive, Why? Because now what you've done is you've taken inspiration 
and you've plugged it into something concrete. So now you've done something with that inspiration. The problem with inspiration is, if it's not plugged into something, it comes and it goes. This is the concept of making a Kabbalah, right? The concept ultimately, again, that in a moment of inspiration, taking something upon yourself. So you're taking the feeling, you're taking the emotion, and you're plugging it into something concrete. That's your shirayim. That's your leftovers. That's what you take with you now throughout the journey in life. So the Gemara says something incredible. When Reuven fills up, when Reuven fills up, that coast with the Revius, that water becomes, so to speak, consecrated. He uses whatever he uses. Now there's leftovers for Shimon. Leftovers, Shirayim, have the incredible ability to affect Tara as well. So therefore, even though there's less than a Revius left over, Shimon can now go ahead and affect Tara with those leftovers. That's the Shirayim. So I will say, when you have a meaningful experience in life, you have to take that energy and plug it into something. Because then, we know what happens. Ultimately, the inspiration goes away. But if you pl- plug it into something, accept something upon yourself, create or cultivate a new behavior, a new pattern of behavior, then suddenly again, even when the inspiration is gone, ultimately the shirayim, the leftovers, are still there. So I asked the Gemara, why don't you add this to the case, to, to, to the list, to which the Gemara says, it's incredible, to which the Gemara says, Bepluta lo kamairi. To which the Gemara answers, this list does not contain anything that is subject to Machlokas. Shabbos say this is an agreed upon list. This concept that we just quoted about Shimon using the leftover water from Rubain, that's a Machlokas. Ay, vaha, ha, ika, vaha, ika. This is by Sota. By Sota, they would also go ahead and use a revius of water, right? They would dissolve, they would dissolve the parchment into water, and ultimately again, the Sota or the Isha Sota would go ahead and drink the water. For Rabbi Hudon Ravius, Rabbi Hudon said it was a Ravius. We'll say once again, there was a Machlokis, how much water they used. So we'll say when the Gemara uses, when the Gemara says there's a list of 10 things for which we need a shear of Ravius, five red liquids, five white liquids, are there more cases of Ravius? Yes. But these 10 are not subject to Machlokis. These 10 are cases that everyone agrees with. Incredible. To which the Gemara says, I have a Kama Mayim no Sein Lusoha. So I will say, I, we have the case. This is actually another interesting case. I will say, this is a case if Rashi, I'm sorry, the Rush says over here, Ba'avit Raglaim So we'll say, this is a case here of where you have a, um, what's it like, a bedpan. Like a bedpan and there's urine in it. You want to dive in, in proximity to the bedpan. What's Ta'alacha? You have to dilute the urine. How much do you have to dilute the urine? By adding at least a revius of water. To which the master of so again, first opinion says, I should say differently. First opinion says, how much water do you have to add to the urine? Any amount. Rabbi Zakai Omer, Revius. Rabbi Zakai says, Revius. I have this case, Revius. Same answer. So the master of Plukta, Lo Mairi. I will say again, we're not, again, to be clear, are there additional cases which have a Revius as part of it? Yes. But the point is, we're only including cases where everyone agrees. We're not including cases where there is a machlokas. I vaha ika mikva. Shabbos says this is actually fascinating. There's also the case of a mikva. Shabbos says what's the case of mikva? So if you look at the rush, it's the last line in the rush. The rush says vaha right. So bar avayka revias the mikva. The chazi lahat bilba second last line be machtin vitzinorios kidi isa parakam the pesachim. Shabbos says listen to this. 
in the original halacha of mikvah, there was a halacha that says as follows, that if you have a mikvah of a revius of water, well, listen to this, a mikvah of a revius of water, you could use it to be tovel very small things, like needles, like needles, right? So I'll say, so again, so can you imagine, by the way, essentially what he's referring to over here is like a kela mikvah, right? You could have a kela mikvah, that's a revius, ultimately again, and you could use it for very small utensils. I see it's another case of revius, to which the Gemara says, no, 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 bar me'ahi tebaklo rabana. We'll say, leave out that case. Why? Because Chazal totally uprooted that halacha. And they say, whenever you use a mikvah, it always has to be a mikvah of 40 sa'ah. A mikvah of 40 sa'ah. Right? That's the halacha. Only 40 sa'ah. See, if I will say, what turns out is, there are many cases of revius, but many of those cases are subject to machlokas. They're now, it's just one of these interesting halachas where you emerge with like a set of facts. There are 10 cases where everyone agrees the shear is revius. Five of them deal with red liquids. Five of them deal with white liquids. There are more cases of revius, but ultimately, again, those cases are subject to machlokas. Incredible. We'll say, So we'll say, remember again, this was now the last, towards the end of the Mishnah. So remember again, in the end of the Mishnah, in the end of the Mishnah, so ultimately again, um, Good. So this was after Rabbi Akiva, right? Rabbi Akiva held the halacha lamaisa again. You could be masher. You could go in and soak the bread in the wine and ultimately be chayiv. So the Gemara says, "Ve'enu chayiv at shiochah min anavim kizayis." You're only chayiv if you eat kizayis from the grapes. It says the Gemara Tanakama lo medami lahon lechol isur lechol isurin nazir l'shtiya. But Rabbi Akiva kevan dechsev v'anavim lochem yevishim lo yochal. So we'll say, the most point of the is as follows. An interesting machlok is that exists in Mishnah. Rabbi Akiva holds that all of the shiurim, ultimately again, for Nazir, all the shiurim for Nazir, ultimately again, are a kezayis. Even the liquid shiurim are kezayis. The Tanakhama, on the other hand, holds that Allah Chalamaisa, no, the shear for liquid is, the shear for liquid is revius, and the shear for solids is going to be a kezayis. That's the fundamental machlokis of your Rabbi So again, we'll see Allah Chalamaisa, how we paskin. So again, Rabbi Akiva, everything is, everything is a kezayis. Ultimately, again, Tanakama, liquids, revius, solids, a kezayis. So I will say, what's at the root of the machlokis? That's the thing we're saying, oh, Tanakama, Tanakama doesn't compare all of the isurim of Nazir to drinking wine. For Rabbi Akiva, since ultimately, again, the prohibition of Nazir ends off with the fact that the Nazir should not eat moist grapes or, or dry grapes. Just like, again, so to all these from of Nazir So again, just keep in mind, we have a lot of machloks that are unfolding over here that we have to resolve, but this is a big one. Rabbi Akiva holding all of the Isurim of Nazir are Kizayis, Tanakama, solid foods Kizayis, liquid Zerevias, to be resolved. So we'll say another very interesting case. Ten Rabbanon. Va'anovim, va'anovim, lochim, so both say this is this is fascinating. So watch this. When it comes to the prohibition of grape consumption for the Nazir, so the way the Torah phrases it, Rabbi say is the full pasuk is miyain v'shechar miyain v'shechar yazir chomet zayin v'chomet shechar lo yishta v'chomet shusman lo yishta v'anavim lochim v'yeveshim lo yochal. 
The Nazir cannot eat moist grapes, nor can he go ahead and eat dried grapes. Okay, so now watch this. Why does the Torah phrase it this way? So the Imam wants to suggest, L'chayiv azebif me'asmo va'azebif me'asmo. I will say to teach you that what? That halacha if you go ahead and, let's say we'll say the Nazir were to eat in one sitting, he were to eat moist grapes and dried grapes. What would be the halacha? How many times would he be chayiv? Twice. Twice. One for moist grapes, one for dried grapes. Okay. So we'll say, listen to this. The Gemara says, well, a very important principle comes out from this. Mikan atadan l'chol yisur shavatora. So we'll say, so from here, you could learn a very important principle that applies to all Yisrael in the Torah. What's the important principle? Makan shumin echad v'hein shnei shemos. So we'll say, this is incredible. What is this? This is a case of min echad which stays shemos. So we'll say, what's min echad which stays shemos? One species, or called one, species is the wrong word. One, one min, right? We'll call it one species, right? Oh, let's just do a species, right? One species with, right, with two names. Now, what does that mean, one species with two names? Others will say, the come down there between moist grapes and dry grapes is grapes. So they're both called grapes, right? That's the min. They're both called grapes. Yet what? Shtei shebos. Shtei shebos, which means what? Two identities. Two identities, right? Moist grapes and dry grapes. Here, I will say, what do you see? The chayiv, what do you see? Even though they're both called grapes, because they have what? Two different identities, right? Two different names. You're chayiv independently for each other. And I will say, again, remember, I would have thought, right before we started this surgery, I would have thought, another sits down and eats dried grapes and moist grapes. So I will say, how many times should he be chayiv? Once. Why? He's eating grapes. He's eating grapes. I don't know. And, and if they're green grapes, and if they're red grapes, and if they're this grapes, and that grapes, and I, it's grapes. Grapes are grapes are grapes. The Chiddush Rebbe says, the fact that the Torah goes out of its way to tell you, right, Anavim, Lachim, Vyavashim, is to teach you that you're higher for each independent sug, each independent type of grape, which then creates a halachic principle, which is that whenever you have one min, one species, but within that species, you have multiple types. You're going to be chayiv for each individual type. And I will say, now, what does that come to include? So now, Nazir is an example of this. So I will say, an example of it would be wine and grape juice. Right? Wine and grape juice. The envy. So I'll say this would be an example ultimately again of two things, of two things which have the same identity or same min, but ultimately again have two different names. So we'll say if you take a look, if you take a look actually at Rashi here for just a moment. Rashi says over here, um, fine. Rashi says Lasui Khamrachantov envy, it's in Rashi three lines into the short lines. So actually, the Rashi says it really is, it's grape juice and grapes, right? Because essentially, what's grape juice? Chamra Chalatir says new wine. New wine in the eyes of the Gemara is grape juice, 
right? So grape juice is the same thing as grapes, because essentially they taste the same, right? Remember again, Reicham Lacharati new wine is essentially grape juice that hasn't undergone fermentation. So grape juice and grapes. And Nazir drinks grape juice and he eats grapes. You know, I will say, it's interesting because that could be a case you can be or easily see a distinction because of liquids and solids. But effectively, they're the same thing. So if Nazir were to go ahead and eat grape juice and grapes, Sigmar wants to suggest, he would be chayif. He would be chayif ultimately twice. Why? Even though it's the same min, it's two different items. Incredible. Okay, so we'll say, so that's the concept that's being introduced to us over here. The Chiddush over here, two things which belong to the same species, but if they have two different names, you're going to be Chayef twice. Based on this, Amar Rabbi, listen to this. Achel Chartzon Lokeshtayim. That's very interesting. If you eat Chartzon, I will say, right now, for the purposes of this sugya, we're going to go with Rabbi Yossi's definition of Chartzon, which means grape seeds, and Zog, which means grape skins. Remember again, I will say, the definitions we're subject to machlokas. So but right now, just because you're going to see it like this way, the Gemara is using it. So Abai is like this. You eat a grape seed, you're chayef twice. Rabbi said, now why would you be chayef twice for eating a grape seed? Take a quick look at the rush. So the rush, Rabbi said, Devre Amasfil, Chartson Loke Beis. Listen to this. The Mikol Asher Yasem Begefanayayin Koyakulu, Velaki Alkol Min Umin Shiokas. Listen to this. This is incredible. Remember, the Torah itself says that a Nazir can't eat a chartzon, can't eat a grape seed, right? So that's prohibition number one. What's prohibition number two? The Torah says, Mikol asher hayayin. Anything that comes from the vine. So essentially, I will say, there's a specific iser to eat a grape seed, and there's a general iser not to eat anything that comes from the vine. Therefore, you eat a grape seed, the Nazir is chayif twice. So I will say, you want to talk about Madeira, that's totally not worth it. Right? There's just some others that might be worth it, right? A grape seed, and you're going to be chayef. Come on, it could have given you so many better suggestions than that. And I said, so the mice again, I'm not going to, right? But again, right? But again, one grape seed, two liabilities. One for chartzon, one mikol asher yasem egefen ayayim. Achal zog, suddenly again, a person eats a grape skin, lokeshtayim, same thing. There's a specific prohibition for grape skins, Right, I will say, in addition to that, there's the general, there's the general iser of Mikola Sheria Semegefen Ayayim. Achal Chartsan Vizag. Now, ah, watch this. Now we're getting crazy, right? Let's say he eats a grape seed and a grape skin. Loka Shalosh. Three Malkus. I will say, why three Malkus? One for Chartsan, grape seed. One for Zog, grape skin. And then one for the general prohibition of Mikola Sheria Seme Gefen Hayai, anything that comes from the vine. Rusabha said, that's a bayo. Rabba says, no, no, no. Ena loke ela achos. Rabba said, you only get one Malkus, only one Malkus, right? Only one set of lashes. Why? Sheena loke alav shebechlalos. So Rabba said, this is very interesting. Rabba holds, Rabba holds like this. Rabba said, when Rabba says, you only get one set of Malkus, what he means is like this. What he means is, if you eat a grape seed, you only get one set of Malkus. Or if you eat a grape skin, you only get one set of Malkus. Obviously, if you eat a grape seed and a grape skin, you only get two. What he's coming to say is like this. You don't get Malkus, you're saying what's called a lav shebechos. A lot, a lot of you saw the stick ideas today. You're saying, what's a lav shebechlalos? There are two different types of lav in, in the Torah. There's a specific lav and a general lav. What's an example of a specific lav? Don't eat a grape seed. Right? Don't eat the grape skin. Then there's a general love. What's the general love? Mikol asher yasem egefen ayayim. Anything that comes from the vine. 
That's called a general love. Rava wants to suggest that in general, right? Rava wants to suggest that you get Malkus for violation of a specific love. You do not get Malkus for the violation of a general love. Take a, take a look at Rashi. For just a moment, Rava says Rashi is in two, second to last short line. So we'll listen to this. So we'll say, this is very interesting. So this is now almost like a, 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 a legal dispute over here. Abayim wants to suggest that even when the Torah gives a general love, you could be in violation of that. So we'll say, so again, remember, Nazir, Nazir is, a, is a paradigmatic example of this. Because what do you have in Nazir? You have a general love. What's a general love? Anything that comes from the vine is prohibited. And then the Torah goes out of its way to articulate, to specify what? Every single thing that comes from the vine, right? The chartzanim adzari, the grape seeds to the grape skins, the moist grapes, the dry grapes, the wine, the old wine, the new wine, everything. Sabaye says, Abaye says, it's to teach you something very important, which is that, for example, if you eat a grape seed, I will say, what do you chayiv? What do you chayiv according to Abaye? What do you chayiv? Twice. Once for the grape seed itself, and once for what? The general love. Rava says no. You're only going to be chayiv once for the grape seed. You do not get malchus for a general love. So we'll say, let's analyze this. So Masiv Rav Papa. So Abba Rezekasha. Rabbi Lazar Omer. Nazir Shaya Shosiyan Kalayom. Well, this is interesting. Nazir was sitting and drinking wine the entire day. Mamish. Sitting and drinking wine the entire day. Right, so what happens? Interesting. He's only chayiv once. He's only chayiv once. However, however, amru lo al tishta al tishta. I will say, but what if we say to him? So those who see the drinking, why we say to him, don't drink, don't drink. So what's the halachavu shosa? But he continues to drink. Chayiv al kol achos va'achos. Ultimately, again, he's chayiv for each and every act of drink, which makes sense. I will say, why was the distinction over here? Because again. If it's just one long continuous act, the fact that it's a long act doesn't make it take, doesn't detract from the fact that it's one act. However, if there's multiple hasras, right, there are multiple warnings in there, so those multiple hasras ultimately divide that long act into a bunch of smaller acts. Watch this, right? So that's that, that's interesting. Achal anavim lochim vivation. Let's say if a person eats moist grapes, dry grapes, chartsanim vizagim, or he eats grape seeds or grape skins. Or he takes a cluster of grapes, and what does he do? He squeezes it and then drinks the juice. He gets five malchus. Now, I will say, now watch this. Why, why is he getting five malchus? He's eating moist grapes, dry grapes, right? grape seeds, grape skins, and squeezing out a, squeezing out a cluster of grapes. Five, shall I say, that's five things. So he gets five malchus. Now watch this, Rabbi Osai. So now Rav is raising this kasha, I should say, it's not Rav actually, it's Rav Papa. Rav Papa is raising this kasha on Abaye. So he says, Abaye, if you're right, Ihaki, Lil Kishesh, you should get six malchus. Right? Why, Rabbi Osai? Why? Why? Achas al achas al Ultimately, Rabbi say you should be in violation of a general love. A general love. So I'll say, Sabaye, this is a proof that you're wrong, right? This is a proof that you don't get Malchus for the general love. Otherwise, you should get six sets, six sets of Malchus. To which the Gemara says, no, 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 Abaye will answer, Tana Vashir. Now we'll say, we'll say, what's the kind of Tana Vashir? Tana Vashir that sometimes was actually quite interesting. 
Sometimes when the Gemara brings down a list, the list is not an exhaustive list. It's not a complete list. So Tana Bashir means that sometimes the Tana left something off from the list. So therefore, I will say, even though it says five, five doesn't mean that this is the totality of Malkas you're going to get. It's quite possibly going to get another set of Malkas for the general love. I, my Shear, the high Shear. So I will say, so now remember, in order to say that the Tana left something off the list, what do you need to be able to show? You need to be able to show that there's something more than this one item that was left off. So what was left off? Shear, lo yachel dvaro. Oh, they will say there is another love. There is another love, ultimately again, that, that you should get Malchus for. What's that love? Lo yachel dvaro. Don't profane your word. Don't profane your word. Because we'll say, after all, again, if you've violated your Nazirus, then halacha lemais, again, you've profaned your word. Imi no, no, no. If it's because of lo yachel dvaro, lav shiurahu. They will say that's not called the shear. Why? So I will say, the list over here is meant to be prohibitions that are unique and specific to Nazir. Ultimately, again, applies to all Nadarim. Therefore, it would not be on this list to begin with. It would not be on this list. So I will say, what we'll do is, we'll stop over here for today. We'll say, but I just want to point out where we're stopping. Right, so again, we're leaving off in the, mi- in the middle of this riveting machlokes, Abaye and Rava. Right, what's riveting machlokes? Sabaye says, every single time you're in violation of something in Azirus, you're automatically going to be chayiv, what? Twice. Once for the specific love, once for what we call the love, Shebechlalos, the general love, Mikola Asher Yaseme Gefen Hayai. Rava says, no, you don't get Malkus on the general love. In Lokim, a love Shebechlalos. So we'll say, who's correct? And ultimately, again, the resolution to our other outstanding pieces. Be here, Hashem, tomorrow. Shkoyach. All right, everyone, Zoom. Everyone, have a great day. Good to see everyone.